0: Today is March 3rd, and this is the 45th episode of the MMA Mike podcast. We have UFC 259 this weekend, Saturday, March 6th at the UFC Apex in Las Vegas, Nevada. And we got a triple header of title fights on this main card. This is one of the most stacked pay-per-views I've seen in a while. And in my opinion, I think this might even make top 10 of all time pay-per-views if All the fights are exciting like we anticipate them to be. So let's dive right into it. You know, in this main event, you have the champion at the light heavyweight division in Jan Blachowicz defending against the challenger Israel Adesanya. The 185-pound middleweight champion is going to come up and try and take the belt from him. Supposedly, Israel is not changing too much uh, about how his body is going to be coming into this fight. So he's going to keep his middleweight frame. And not really try and put on too much weight for this fight. I We knew that, but we didn't know what he was going to weigh in. Uh, when he had an interview with Ariel Hawani, he said, you know, don't be surprised if I weigh in, you know, under 195 pounds. And, you know, he's going to fight at 205. So, you know, I think the night of the fight, he will end up being about 200 pounds. Uh, I think that's what he typically is when he fights at 185. But he's going to face a Jan Blachwitz, which is going... You know, Jan's going to be 225, 220 the night of the fight. So it should be interesting to see the size difference. I think it's definitely going to be very, very real. But I don't think it'll affect Israel Adesanya too, too much. I think, you know, in his kickboxing days, he faced a lot of guys who were much bigger than him. And uh, I think he wants to prove that he doesn't need to be that big. I think he he also wants to show that, you know, his skills are better than than strength. Um, And ultimately, you know, when you break down this fight, you think, okay, you got a technical fighter versus a power puncher. Jan has a lot of good skills, don't get me wrong. And he's been an underdog, I believe. And in eight of his last nine fights or something like that or or maybe his last nine fights and uh he's won eight of his last nine something ridiculous like that so you know he shows that he is a very live underdog and he always has a great chance i think he is getting a little bit more respect in this fight since he is the champion uh being, you know, not such a big underdog. Uh I do think that he poses some of the biggest threats to Israel Adesanya. Although we've seen how Adesanya does against power punchers like he when he fought Paul Costa, but I think Jan isn't going to quite fight like that. I think he's going to pose a couple different problems and I think Jan will even be willing to take this fight to the ground and do whatever it takes to win. Um I wouldn't be shocked if Jan won this fight at all. I think Jan is going to do what it takes to win, and I wouldn't be surprised if he takes this fight to the ground. But Israel Adesanya's striking is just so, so good. I think that he's going to— I think you're going to see a performance from him like you saw in his last bout with Paul Acosta. I think he's going to sit on the outside, throw leg kicks, throw strikes, move in and out, and kind of pick Jan apart until you know he finds an opening and, and can put Jan away. And if Jan's tough enough, I think Adesanya will just cruise and, and outpoint him until you know he picks up a decision. Um, I'm not personally. I'm not a huge fan of Adesanya's talk outside of the uh, uh, the octagon. I love his fighting ability. I think he's one of the best fighters in the world. And obviously, going up and defeating Blachowicz is going to move him up in that pound for pound rankings list and uh, solidify him as one of the best martial artists in the world not that he isn't already but just even proving more so uh i'm going to pick israel adesanya so hopefully you know i get that one right can move my main event pick record to four and four i'm currently three and four and in title bouts i'm one and oh you know with picking usman so let's see if uh israel adesanya can help me out there should be a great fight. I'm very very excited to see this. This is a highly anticipated fight. The world will be wa- the, the world of MMA will certainly be watching. And in the co-main event, I think you just have an a, as an exciting bout due to the fact that the GOAT of the women's division is going to be taking on one of her toughest challenges in Megan Anderson. Megan Anderson despite having a little bit of an inconsistent record uh, picking up some wins and losses here and there I definitely think since her last loss she has developed a lot and uh, she's learned a lot and she also poses you know a little bit of a size difference to Amanda Nunez you know the the, the reach isn't horribly larger for Megan Anderson It's only a three inch she is a little bit taller Amanda Nunez is 58 Megan Anderson is six foot. Uh, I think that she's gonna bring a little bit of a bigger presence as in size to Amanda Nunez. and I think that you know she's tough i I don't think Megan Anderson will do too well if Amanda Nunez puts her on her back and obviously Amanda has super good striking uh but i don't think megan anderson is going to engage amanda nunez in a brawl type style which is kind of what amanda typically likes i think megan anderson's gonna keep to the outside not throw a whole lot of volume but try and pick apart and uh you know maybe if she could get this fight into the clinch or maybe even steal a takedown here and there it could you know, work for her a little bit, but I, I think Amanda Nunez is the GOAT, and I think no matter what, she's going to find a way to, to win in this fight. She is an unbelievable favorite in this fight, being m- minus 1,100. That's just the odds that I see on, on ESPN. I'm sure they're different depending on the book that you look at. And Megan Anderson is a plus 700 underdog, so that, you know that's, that's very intriguing uh, in itself. But, rightfully so, Amanda Nunez is the GOAT of the women's whole, anything. Any woman's fighting, she is 100% the GOAT. Until, you know, someone comes and beats her, even then, uh, you know, I, I still don't think it can discredit what she's done. So, this fight should be very, very intriguing. I, I, you know, I, I'm confident that Amanda Nunez does win this. I don't know quite how. I think of Megan Anderson's very tough. And I think it may be hard to... to put her away uh but obviously Nunez has crazy power and uh she has the capability of of winning in any way so I'm gonna go with Amanda Nunez as one of my title bout picks and for the third title fight of the night which will be the first one in the bantamweight division you have the champ Peter Yan defending against Aljamain Sterling and this is arguably one of the most anticipated ones as well. I mean, maybe other than the main event, this fight's going to be a banger. Uh you know, I very well think that this could be the fight of the night. I- I'm hoping and predicting that this fight's going to be back and forth. I think that one guy's going to win around, the other guy's going to win around and it just goes back and forth and maybe it'll come down to the last round of who wins this fight and I think that that would be absolutely awesome. I I do also think that both guys have the capability of finishing. I think Jan has the power to knock out Sterling. And I think Sterling has the ability to submit Jan. Uh, I don't think cardio is going to be an issue for either guy. So I think that both guys should put on a beautiful pace. And it should be fun to watch. I think these guys are going to have an absolute banger fight. Now, how I think this fight's going. I mean, I kind of just told you how I thought it was going to go. But who ends up winning is the question. And I think both fighters are very underrated in general. You know, I think Aljamain Sterling's wrestling is better than people even know it is. And I think Jan's wrestling is underrated because he doesn't always have to use it. And I think that his striking might even be underrated as well. I think, you know, he's a very, very good striker. And people do know that, but maybe not quite to the ability that it is. And not too much light has been shined on some of these these two fighters and this division in general uh, as much as some of the others. So people don't realize as much how talented these guys are. You know, I think Jan's ability to switch stances is going to pose some problems to Sterling as far as keeping him off track. You know, he could switch stances, throw strikes from different, you know, areas. And not that Sterling can't do that or Sterling's even hard to pick up because he bounces around a lot and he's hard to hit. I just think that Jan it's a tough one, you know. It could go back. I I just for some reason have a feeling Jan's going to defend here and uh my pick is going to be Jan now. I'm picking all champs to to retain and I I doubt that that actually happens, but you never know. You know, I think if there's any guy to I should say any underdog to win, I think the the highest um chance would probably be aljamein sterling now underdog not challenger you know israel adesanya is a challenger but he's not the underdog so i'd say if there's any underdog on this fight uh to win the title fight it would be aljamein sterling now we will see you know i'm gonna pick you on but i think i'm hoping and i think that this fight should be a back and forth fight and uh i'm truly truly excited Another fight I'm looking forward to. Now, this whole entire card is just absolutely stacked, especially this main card. This main card is such a stacked main card. Um, and even the prelims. You know, you got a lot of fights on the prelims that could very well just be fight night cards in general. So, getting into the next fight in the lightweight division, you have Islam Makachev. The, the prospect and, and, and the training partner with Habib Nurmagomedov is taking on Drew Dober. Uh, Islam is, to, is believed by Habib and his team to be the next champion in the lightweight division. They truly believe this guy is good enough to beat everyone in this division. And we. this is going to be, you know, the next big test for, for Islam. You know, he hasn't faced anyone too, too crazy. You know, he has had some tough fights and won some good fights. Don't get me wrong. Um, but Drew Dober is definitely going to be his biggest challenge to date. You know, you take a look at some of the guys that Makachev has fought, you know, Ramos, Tecurin, uh, Johnson, Tabeo, you know, no, no, no crazy, crazy names, if, you, if you're getting what I'm saying. So, Drew Dober is obviously one of the bigger challenges. Now, we know Islam is a phenomenal wrestler, and he has very tight striking, whether people know it or not. Uh, he's got knockout power. He's just a tight fighter all around, and not meaning stiff, meaning just sharp, uh, and he's, but he's taking on a power puncher and Drew Dober, who can brawl but has recently toned down and sharpened his skills. So this fight should be very interesting. I do believe that Islam should pick up this win, um, whether he gets the finish or not. I still think he wins. I do believe Drew Dober's tough, so this fight could go to decision. And the light heavyweight division to start off the main card we're going to get a banger between tiago santos and alexander rakic this fight should be fireworks i'd be surprised if it goes the distance um and you know you you got a little interesting stylistical stylistical fight here you know you got tiago santos the power puncher coming off a loss uh, against glover Teixeira, and you're you got alexander rakic coming off of a beautiful win And, you know, you got the power puncher in Santos versus a a technical sharp striker in Rakic. Uh, You know, Santos showed that he struggled on the ground a little bit last time. And Rakic showed that, you know, he was able to dominate on the top uh, against Anthony Smith. So, you know, it could come down to who catches each other or Rakic could work some ground game and dominate the fight. It's only a three round fight. Um, I'm going to go with Alexander Rakic. I think that there's more ways for him to win other than a knockout. I think he could get this fight to the ground and give Thiago some problems. So I'm going to go with Rakic. Now, you can't take out or discount Thiago. He very well could catch him and, and land a knockout. Now an underrated fight which I believe should be on the main card and this is you know the the main event of the prelims is Dominic Cruz versus Casey Kenny. this is a phenomenal fight you know Dominic Cruz at UFC 249 was the co-main event against Henry Cejudo in a championship fight and now he's on the prelims I think it's a little crazy but he says he doesn't care he's facing an absolute stud and underdog in well actually favorite I mean Dominic Cruz is technically the underdog in this fight, but my opinion, it should be flipped. Um, but Casey Kenny is an absolute animal. And this is a tough fight for both guys, you know. Um, ultimately, I think it's it's how much of the old Dominic Cruz is still left in him. And if he could keep his mojo and keep his move, movement, um, and as long as his chin holds up, you know, he did get caught by Cejudo last time, but it could have just been a weird, weird you know way he got caught especially with the knee um Dominic cruz has ha- always had a good chin and been tough so you know and, and he's been in brawls before so I, I don't think that he can't handle that it's only a three-round fight i think if he could get ahead early uh work in his game and impose his game plan you know Dominic cruz is one of the smartest iq and and fight minds in the game in general and uh you know, I'm not knocking Casey Kenny. I think Casey Kenny's very good, and he's a up and coming guy. I just think Dominic Cruz, being what he is and and doing the things that he has, I think he should win this fight. And I'd like to see him climb back to the top of the division and maybe get a, a title shot in the future. Bantamweight fight Song Yadong versus Kyler Phillips. I'm just gonna give you guys some quick picks. Um, I think Song Yadong should win this fight. I think he's got great striking. Uh, I think in his last fight, you know, he didn't show people as much as he could have. You know, a lot of uh, his team is very uh, impressed with him. You know, they think that he's going to be an up and coming guy. And like I said, you know, his win over his last win, which was over Marlon Vera, he he, it was close. You know, it could have went either way. And I think he's going to want to put a little bit of a stamp on this fight. But he's, he's facing a tough guy in Kyler Phillips, so it should be an entertaining fight. You got Joseph Benavides coming back to face Askar Askarov. Askarov, obviously, we're looking to see him fight. Uh, but, you know, you got to pull for Benavides here. I think he's looking to just get a win and then retire, so we'll see. Um, but I'm hoping Benavides can pull off a win and, and put a good stamp to the end of his career. You got uh, Bontorin versus Kaikar France I'm gonna pull with Kaikar France um, personally I had him winning his last fight and uh, you know that that <laughs> that obviously didn't go the way he wanted he ended up getting subbed um, by Brandon Royval you know it's the fight game uh, you got Tim Elliott versus Jordan Espinosa that should be a good fight Espinosa is the favorite there I think it could go either way um a couple other fights uh you got sean brady the undefeated prospect at welterweight taking on jake matthews i'm gonna go with sean brady i like that kid i think he's got a lot in him and then there's a couple other prelim fights but those were the main ones i wanted to talk about damn this card is absolutely stacked i'm so excited and now you know i gave you guys my breakdown the only thing we could do is now watch the fights this saturday And, uh, next week I'm going to give you guys, you know, a little bit of a recap saying what should be next for the fighters. And, um, yeah, man, super excited. Great card. Isn't the UFC great. All right. I'll catch you guys later. Thank you guys for tuning in.